Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. Hey guys, I have a top secret mission for you all, if you choose to accept. Conchetta is currently out on a walk with her father and our dog, Henna, so this is the perfect opportunity to talk to you all. Conchetta will be turning five on April 10th, and that Sunday, April 14th, I will be releasing a special happy birthday episode for her. What I'm asking from you guys is to help me wishing her and wishing her a happy birthday. So have your parents help you send us an email. You can reach out to us on our website. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram and send us those messages. If you have the Anchor app, which is free to download, by the way, you can find us on Anchor. Send us an actual voice message that I will then be able to publish in the special happy birthday episode. Thank you so much for helping me wish her the greatest of happy birthdays. You can send those messages in from now until the birthday episode is up. I'll be reading every single one of them. Thank you. She's going to be so excited to hear from you all. So, we are gardeners. Yes. Yes, we are. We're farmers. We're farmers and gardeners. That's the sound farmers make. (laughs) Why are we gardeners? What have we done? You want to tell everyone? We grow lots of plants, but the watermelon, I don't know if it's growing. We did. We are growing plants, fruits, and vegetables from a seed. You want to tell everybody all the um, fruits and vegetables we're growing? Well, we're growing watermelon, which is not growing, and we are doing carrots yes. and green beans. Yes. 
and cucumbers. Yes. And all the rest of the vegetables. Yeah, so. Except apples. Yeah, we're not growing apples. That's because you have to grow an entire tree to grow an apple, and it takes a long time. But yes, all those vegetables and the watermelon that Conchetta says is not growing, but it is growing. It's right here. It's just starting to come out now. We're also growing, um, let's see, zucchini and carrots. Oh, I think you said carrots. Yeah. And you said we are growing peppers and tomatoes. We're growing broccoli and beets. So we started out as seeds, and they're by our window where this, we get the most sun. Yeah. Yeah. And then when it gets warm enough outside, we're going to move them outside, transplant them outside in the garden. Like we did to some big carrots. Yes. And then when they're big and ready, what are we going to do with them? We're going to eat them. That's right. So, tis the season to start growing your seedlings. I hope you guys are trying to grow some things of your own. Even if it's just something small, it's really cool to watch it grow. I would say from start to finish, our seedlings started to show sprouts in just a matter of two or three days. So it was really cool to see. All right, guys. Happy gardening. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode of Sleepyhead Stories. And we just got finished telling you all about our garden and the seeds were growing inside, right? Yeah. And the book, what? I didn't think we looked at them today. We can check them out later. Yeah, we can. The book we're reading today is all about gardening, too. The book is called We Are the Gardeners, and it's written by Joanna Gaines and her kids. And if you recognize the name, you parents out there, Joanna Gaines is a television star on HGTV with her husband, Chip. Mm. Yes. So this is a new book. Just came out recently, maybe a month ago. I'm excited to see what it's all about. Here we go. We are the gardeners. That's a pretty official title, but we didn't start out this way. Just like our garden, we started small and grew from there. Some say that the garden just grows from seeds, but we think it grows from trying and failing and trying again. A garden is hard work, but so is most of the good, important stuff in life. Our family's garden story began with one small potted fern. A fern is right here. That's a type of plant. Dad stumbled upon it at the hardware store when he ran in for some supplies. He said it was just too cute to leave behind, and he thought it would make Mom smile, and it did. We chose a sunny windowsill for that pretty little fern. It seemed like a good, safe spot for him to grow. This was back when we were little kids, but we still remember visiting the plant each day to give him a drink, and sometimes we'd even whisper to him a bit. You know, plants like you to talk to them. They do. They like it, and they like music. Uh-oh, look at this. And then, plot twist. Out of nowhere, our fern died. Death by overhydration. That's a fancy way of saying we gave him way too much water. Looking back, each one of us must have watered him every day. So that's a lot of drinks for a little plant. Yeah. By mistake, we love that plant to death. 
Some people tell themselves they are not good at something, something after one small failure, but no chance we were going to give up that easily. So we checked out some books from the library and we found out that ferns can be tricky and prefer to live in a shady spot. Apparently a plant's leaves can communicate to tell us what they're needing. We also learned that most plants have good manners and like to sip, not gulp. Lesson learned. They were giving them too much water. So dad got us a fresh fern and with it came fresh hope. This time we set the pot on our piano, way on the other side of the room where the sun wouldn't give him so much attention. We made a watering schedule and took turns saying a lot of nice things to our little sprout of a plant. And fern number two lived and thrived and grew and finally mom got him a little potted friend. And then another and then one or two more. We noticed that talking to our plants actually helped them grow bigger and stronger. So we added some songs and jokes into the mix. Unlike when we overwatered, zero plants died from talking too much to them. Pretty soon, plants were taking over the house. <laughs> and Dad said it was time to graduate to outdoor gardening. That's what we're going to do this year. Mm -hmm. Mom was so excited about the new outdoor garden as we were. And she started talking about it with a dreamy look in her eyes. That's when Dad called a family meeting so we could come up with a real plan. See, there's their mom. And she, you could tell she's dreaming up all the things that she could grow in her garden. Mm -hmm. We all gathered around the kitchen table and got to work dreaming, planning, and drawing things out. We knew we needed a sunny spot a place where the plants could sunbathe for at least six hours a day. We'd be red as radishes if we did that, but plants just love it. <laughs> and more than that, they need it. In the garden, there is no life without light. Dad always says that the foundation is the most important thing when it comes to building a house. Mommy? Yes. Okay, why don't we finish the page and then we'll say the veggies, okay? Mm -hmm. So dad always says that the foundation is the most important thing when it comes to building a house. A house can't be strong if it's built on something weak. And the same holds true in the garden. So to make the foundation of our garden strong, we filled it with something called soil. Good soil, which includes a bunch of tiny living things called organisms. So the plants can grow in things like that. See the tiny living things? Down here you have a worm. And over here you have a beetle, right? And you wanted to say what plants were here? Why don't you say what you think they are? Go ahead. Potato, radishes. What's that plant? That's a beet. Oh. Potatoes, radishes, beet, carrots, and onions. Very good. That's pretty amazing when you stop to think about it. A whole hidden world of life is happening beneath our feet. Just because you can't see good things with your eyes doesn't mean that they're not there. 
And another cool thing about soil is that it feeds and strengthens the seeds we sow. And then, like a miracle, plants and flowers burst out of the ground. We also knew we needed our garden to get plenty of water. Rain is the very best thing for plants to drink, but it's hard to know when and if the rain is coming. So, a couple of other options to keep plants hydrated are to collect rainwater or use a sprinkler or a garden hose to get the job done. Once we had a, loca a location with plenty of sun, good soil, and a watering plan, we got right to work. First things first, seeds. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. The most fun part of planning out our garden was deciding what to plant. We started with the foods we like to eat, like strawberries and tomatoes, and then we chose some pretty flowers to keep them company. The thing about seeds is that they're everyday miracles. Everything a plant will grow up to be is already hidden inside the seed. We chose flowers like zinnias, sunflowers, and cosmos so that pollinators could visit our garden. Butterflies, hummingbirds, and bees spread pollen around from flower to flower, encouraging even more things to bloom. We like knowing that little helpers are out there in nature working with us to help the garden grow. So they planted flowers that will attract things like bees and butterflies and hummingbirds. Because they But some, but these stuff are like bees and animals want to eat it. That's true. Strawberries we used to have them in our garden in New Jersey and the squirrels and the rabbits would eat them before we could even get to them. So we had to put a net around it. True. Yeah, and we, and and before and 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 we had raspberries too. Mm -hmm. And and we ate them too fast. Yeah. The bees must have put the word out that, that we had a pretty good thing going on because sure enough, all sorts of other critters started to arrive. Oh, that's what we were talking about. We quickly, quickly found out that there were three types of bugs in our backyards. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's start with the worst part. It was a pretty sad day when the aphids arrived. This is an aphid, these little green guys here. They love to destroy and eat your plant. See them? They are some of the more well-known villains in the gardening world. They suck the life right out of the plants. But then the ladybugs show up to eat those pesky aphids for lunch. Ladybugs are for sure the hero of the camp, bravely protecting our plants from harm. And we've got to tell you about the earthworms. They are like the secret agents of the garden. Earthworms eat all of the dead things, like old roots and leaves, and turn them into life for the soil. Every time we found one, we would all high-five and celebrate. They aren't pretty, but who cares? They're awesome, and we love seeing them hard at work. We realized pretty quickly that they needed help to keep the weeds out. There are the true the, they are the true bullies of the garden. Weeds try to steal water, sunlight, and nutrients from our fruits and veggies, and it's our job to make sure those little rascals don't take over. If we ignore the garden for too long, the weeds run wild and hurt our beloved plants. 
It's so much easier to do just a little bit every day. We were officially gardeners and had a real life garden to prove it. That garden became our pride and joy. Day in and day out, we tended to our plants, making sure they got plenty of sun and water. Every time a new plant sprouted up from the ground, our excitement grew right along with it. Looks like a really nice garden, huh? As time passed, our garden grew bigger, and so did our family. When our garden was finally in full bloom and growing tall, we'd run through the aisles and watch the butterflies flutter around us. Look how pretty. But one day, as we, as we were mid-skip, we noticed some trespassers helping themselves to lunch. And by lunch, we mean half of the garden. Animals may look cute and innocent, but some have a sneaky side. They can wipe out a garden in no time flap. See, they got bunnies and chickens and goats. They're all in there eating and digging up the garden. The chickens ate the vegetables, the goat ate mom's roses, and the bunnies weren't picky at all. They ate anything in sight. Saying goodbye to that many happy plants was even harder than throwing away our first dead fern. We debated if we should even just give up. Was it really worth it to start all over again? Then we remembered one very important detail. We are the gardeners. It was our responsibility not only to grow this garden, but also to protect it. So we put up a little fence to keep the animals out, and we got to work rebuilding the garden. It didn't take long to get our plants and flowers growing tall again. To this day, our favorite days are when we get to gather the fruits of our labor. Mom loves to set the table with pretty flowers in every color you can imagine. We help her dream up recipes for the food we've grown. Sometimes, when we see all of that beauty laid out, we can't believe our hands help bring all this life together and it makes all the hard work worth it. It's what keeps us coming back day after day, season after season. We still keep a little fern on the piano to remind us, remind us of our small beginnings. Every time we water it, we were reminded not to give up when things don't work out the first time. Because the thing is, whether one potted fern dies or half of the garden is wiped out by little critters, Every failure or setback teaches us something. Dad says that every hard thing we choose to do makes us braver for the next time. Mm-hmm. There are so many lessons waiting to be learned in a whole world of gardening ready to bloom. We are the gardeners, and you can be too. The end. I think I like that book a lot. I liked it a lot too. And it says, to our dad, you have taught us that we can do hard things and to never give up, even when we fail. Very, very nice. Yep. So we have to... I, th I thought this book would be kind of boring, <laughs> but it's kind of nice. and It, it was very nice. And it, the, the illustrations were very pretty. And I think that we are going to do really good with our garden this year, especially after we read this book, right? Mm -hmm. We got to take care of the garden, not just plant things in the ground, but we got to take care of it. It needs our help, right? Yes. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed We Are the Gar Gardeners by Joanna Gaines.
Oh, I should say it's illustrated by Juliana Sweeney. Very pretty illustrations also. And we hope you have Put fun this spring creating your garden, whether it's inside or outside. Right? All right, you want to say goodnight? Goodnight. <laughs> goodnight. Hi guys, Corey here from Sleepyhead Stories and I have some exciting news to share with you all. We now have our very own website, sleepyheadstoriespodcast.com. Hop on there with your parents to see things like pictures, listen to old episodes, purchase cool merchandise, or you can even reach out to us. And speaking of reaching out, we are now going to be giving shout outs to all our favorite listeners. Send us a message either on our website or an email to sleepyheadstories at gmail.com or a direct message on our Instagram or Facebook page and we'll give you a shout out in the next episode. If you have a birthday coming up, let us know and we'll for sure wish you a happy birthday on the podcast. Also, guys, if you feel to do so, please leave us a review on Apple iTunes. You can either leave us a starred review or if you feel like it, you can write a full review out and let everybody know how much you enjoy Sleepyhead Stories. We would truly appreciate it. Guys, thank you so much. We love what we do. We love reading books and we love sharing them with you all. Have a great day or a great night and we'll talk to you in the next episode.